0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Brian Piergrosi Podcast. That's me, Brian Piergrosi. So good to be with you for episode 195. This episode did something a little bit different. We did some editing for this episode. Um, when the lockdown first started a couple months ago, I had a lot of people writing me from around the world expressing how the lockdown was adversely affecting them on many different levels, primarily the level of food and hunger and starvation. And one of the people that contacted me was Daniel Akra, who's based in Ghana. And um, I was able to get him on Zoom a few days ago and I was able to record the call. And that's gonna be the gist of our episode today. And the sound quality was um, not optimal to say the least. Um, he had a bad connection, so we did something we don't normally do here. We did some editing. My uh, son Giovanni Piergrossi was the sound editor for this, so appreciate him for that. And he actually helped me a little bit with the producing and putting this uh, this this one together. And uh, he told me, uh, listening to it, that he thought it was a really a really important podcast and something that he information he hadn't heard before and. Unfortunately, I think it's information a lot of you listening will not have heard before. I've been aware of it for a while, and it's very unfortunate that our media is not reporting um, this story. And you're going to hear a firsthand account of what hundreds of millions of people are experiencing around the world right now because of the global lockdown. So without further ado, here we go.
1: You can hear me, right?
2: I can hear you.
0: Okay,
1: let me turn up the volume a little bit for me. So you're in Ghana, yeah? Yes, I'm in Ghana. Okay, and I see you have your son there. Is that your son
2: behind you? Yeah, that's my son. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. Papa (laughs) Zia, (laughs) hi. How many children do you have? I have only one
2: child and my wife.
1: Uh huh. Beautiful. And what yeah. part of Ghana are you in? I'm in Accra, the capital city the of big Ghana. Big city, yeah, the capital city. Yeah. 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 Okay, so um, I wanted to ask you a few questions, and then you can you can ask me anything you want as well. Okay. But right. I wanted to ask you specifically about uh, the lockdown and uh, how things were before the lockdown and then what happens when the lockdown happens. Let's just start with that. So Sorry. like, how? Would, what happened when the lockdown happened? How did it affect you? How did it affect your family? Because you told me a little bit about that. But I wanted to ask you more. Yeah,
2: uh, exactly. Yes, yeah, all of a sudden uh, from the news, CNN and all BBC started hearing about the coronavirus coming from China. And yeah. then everyone is scared. We're thinking maybe it, will be, it, will, it won't come to Africa. But yeah. all of a sudden, they say the coronavirus is in Ghana. And then they started shutting down places. The lockdown came into effect. Mm-hmm. You see, but the main thing is... There is this corona on the media, but to me and to most of my people around, we're not seeing any corona. The lockdown is really affected a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You see, it's gonna do more damage than the virus itself. The virus right. is only on the televisions and the radios and the internet, but the lockdown effects is gonna cause ripple problems in yeah. our society. Yeah, Many people are beginning to feel it. Yeah. So many can't afford even food. Yeah. Before the lockdown, imagine people in Africa who live less than $1 a day. They live with less than $1 a day. So right. imagine when there is lockdown, these people have the pain on helping others, maybe people who come to the market to get yeah. foodstuffs, and they help you to take your Foods to your car, and then you pay them a the little amount you have. Now, when there is lockdown, these people can't survive.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Crime rate is going higher. Yeah. Because when there is lockdown, there will be crime because many people can't afford it. Yeah. Yes, there, some people have money, they have enough, and they are reserved to take care of themselves during the lockdown. Why others do not have any savings at all? They have children. How do they eat? Myself, I'm out of work. It's giving me hard times. I keep yeah. borrowing money from friends. Keep looking for companies who can lend money to borrow money and with crazy interest rates. It's yeah. really alarming. and I really don't know how this is going to be, but it's, it's crazy. It's not good. We can't afford a lockdown.
1: Yeah. And you lost your job because of the lockdown, right?
2: Yeah. I've lost my job.
1: Yeah. So you once the, once the lockdown happened, you lost your job. And what was the job that you had before the lockdown?
2: I actually am a fisherman. I joined fishing Chinese fishing vessels. So, since the lockdown, our boats got grounded, the captain has refused to come to work. They can't go because of clearance at the ports, so no one is allowed to go sail because maybe someone could be infected and comes into the boat and infect others. so we are not allowed to go to work
1: mm-hmm. and you you said that you haven't you've heard that you've heard about the coronavirus, but you haven't seen anybody that you know. Uh, or anybody in your family or any friends that have been affected by it. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's something, it is very scary in the media. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I think this is a big conspiracy to carry out their agendas. They're using it for, as an excuse to cover up for their petty mistakes and their stupid corrupt uh, doing. That's what we see it us. Especially here in Ghana, there is no relief funding. There is nothing to help the people. Mm -hmm. I wonder the money they are getting, what they use it for. They said Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be subsidy on electricity. We've never seen any subsidy on electricity. On water, we've never seen that. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So...
1: And you said, you told me before, your wife is sick? Hello? Or she was sick?
2: Yeah, you tell telling yeah, me.
1: Wife,
2: yeah. Yeah, my wife was sick. I've been checking. She had an, a little accident on her leg. She had some hot water poured down on her legs. And it was very severe. Even going to the hospital, I can't afford to take my wife to the hospital. Yeah, and so now people, myself, I was scared to even go to the hospital because in this time, you might go to the hospital and they tell you, you have corona. Because mm-hmm. it's really scary. We're showing good normal people there, they'll catch you and they say you have coronavirus. So over here, people are scared to go to the hospitals because mm-hmm. you might go to the hospitals and they catch you up in the hospitals and tell you, you have coronavirus. Or better still, you could get affected by the corona itself. Mm. So <laughs> it's really crazy down here.
1: So people are scared yeah. to go to the hospital because they might be diagnosed with coronavirus if they go.
2: <laughs> yes. So or, they might care, or they might
1: be affa- affected by it or they might become infected by it.
2: Exactly. Um, so we're being very careful. Yeah, you get, get coronavirus. No one thinks of how if they catch you have coronavirus. No one thinks of how your family feeds. Nothing, nothing of that. Mm-hmm. Just keep on seeing the figures are increasing. You will see the government helicopter, police helicopters going around checking for people who are violating the lockdown. How would you expect someone to sit down in his house and die of hunger because of? Lockdown. You are scared of having coronavirus. Is the coronavirus more than hunger? Hunger is more than coronavirus. A lot of people here in Africa suffer from hunger. They die of hunger. The coronavirus is a very little issue compared to what hunger does in Africa. That's my say. And you said there's helicopters that are going around right now? And what
1: are they looking for? They're looking for people that are, that are violating the lockdown? How so?
2: Yeah, they're looking for people who violate the lockdown. Maybe you're coming out of your house. Around my place, there's a farm, salt farm, and the people are there in their farms trying to gather some salt. And helicopters were hovering around the sky. They sent some police enforcement to come, arrest them all. They don't have to be. Outside, they have to be inside and die of hunger instead of finding what to eat themselves. So you're not allowed to be outside at all? Most of these measures are imposed on us. We can't really afford them. A lot of people are complaining, but who do you complain to? You just sit down there complaining and complaining, but no one really hears you. Yeah. Because the people who are to hear you, they're comfortable. Right. They have... They have foodstuffs already in their houses. Right. Well, most of the population can't afford the, lock, the lockdown and the restrictions put in place.
1: And what, is, what are the current restrictions right now?
2: The current restrictions now is so, um, um, social distancing, the schools are closed, churches and some active work activities. There are a lot of them in place. Yeah. And things you more than uh, twenty-five people at a place, the police will come to harass you, and things like that. My yeah. wife herself is a, ever since the lockdown. She's been home. She's a private school teacher. No one there is all these times. No one pays. Not just about returning to work. She will to return to work because they're going to drop down many of their stuff. What I think we experience will be very, very severe to what many people would think it is.
1: So you and your wife both lost your jobs because of the lockdown, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And the only way you're getting income is borrowing money from people or borrowing money on really um, bad loans.
2: Yeah, it, honestly, borrowing money from people, you go there, I don't, when you've gone to someone to borrow money, you say, man, this is luck that I don't have. The one I have is for me and my family. It's really hard, you know, cutting down the amounts of food you eat. My baby doesn't feed well anymore. This just doesn't happen to only me. A lot of families who are experiencing this and these things right now, they're a lot. Not just myself, you see? Yeah. And the media is not reporting
1: about this. The media is not telling people what's happening here. They're just talking about the people being affected by the coronavirus.
2: Yeah, yeah. but the, I watch the television, especially the CNN and the BBC, I, I, I'm angry. I get angry because The coronavirus, the COVID-19, we have never seen any impact of it. We go around saying people are getting affected, people are dying. We see nothing. But what we are seeing, no one is talking about it, hunger. (laughs) The uh, the hunger pandemic. This is COVID.
1: Yeah. And why do you think they're talking so much about the people being affected by the the COVID-19, but they're not talking about the effects of the hunger? In the lockdown.
2: It's suspicious. It's suspicious. are making everyone people to wear masks, masks on their noses. People are dying. We should be careful of that. I, I'm, I'm scared that like, they want to clear the poor people out of the age, because it's the poor people that have been affected more. We're losing every source of our income, and no one is talking about that. That is yeah. our livelihood. Yeah. They're not on the planet in Africa. there are a very high percentage of poor people than the average people. So yeah. these our our concerns are supposed to be met. Hunger is our concern, not the COVID.
1: Hunger is your concern, not the, not the COVID nineteen, not the coronavirus. Um, the people that are gonna, that are most and being affected. The people that are being most affected, you're saying, are the people that are the marginalized people, the people that, um, you know, you talk about people that are making a dollar a day or around that amount. And those are the people that are on the verge of starvation or maybe already, uh, already starving to death because of the effect of the lockdown. And we want to get this message out to people. We want to get people to become aware of what's happening, to know about what's happening. I mean, it's, it's common sense, it's, li- it's just common sense and the logic that people should know what's happening, but they're being put in this propaganda machine where they're being redirected their attention from the obvious fact of what's happening to people like you all over the world, millions and millions and millions and hundreds of millions of people. Um, yes. So what can we do, right? What can we do? That's the big question. What what do we want people to know? I, I mean the obvious thing is to end the lockdown, right? That's that's yeah. that's the that's the most important and the easiest thing to do.
2: Mm. Yeah, what, what I think people can do is to get aware of what's happening. Yeah, we have the light has to be shed. Yes, people have to see and be watching. Corona virus has killed two hundred million people. It has done this when we see nothing, scaring human beings. Even the churches are closed. I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm a, I'm, we go to church. I heard my pastors sometimes say there is nothing that's supposed to stop you from coming to church. But I'm surprised that coronavirus, the scare, or hoax has to shut down churches. The churches that our hostess of hope was closed down. We are now here looking up to the government. We can't look up to the church. Now, after the... Pandemic, the church will come back again to start telling us things. Yeah. So, but there is, I have uh, big doubts about the society and everything. There's there supposed to be an overhaul of things. <laughs> That's what I think. Mm. Yes, because it's this the system is not really helping us, uh, especially the marginalized. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah.
2: So, I would think. People have to get natural, know, know how to go about these things and know what's really going on in the society. Yeah. I, I, I see our, especially in Africa here, using this pandemic as an avenue to create election campaigns indirectly. They're not going forward as campaign but. They're pushing it to help themselves in campaign for politics. If they're politicizing our well-being, that's how I see it. It's Mm -hmm. not good. It's not good. We really have to stand up and know that the government is not really helping us. Yes. Is there anything you want to ask me? Actually, I don't really know how much it is um, at your side, but... Is how my complaint Is it exactly the same over there, or is it just here in Africa?
1: Well, I think that um, everyone's being affected in different ways, but everyone's being affected in the same way, right? So there's there's parts of America where there's been a lot of um, people affected by the coronavirus, um, especially places like New York City and and some other. Uh, cities in the United States. And there's places where people haven't been very affected by it. I think the, the death rate is much lower than uh, was originally projected, right? So the death rate is comparable to pneumonia or the flu uh, at this point. And uh, the lockdown is having really negative effects on people all over the world. You know, and and I I know about your story. I know about a lot of other people's stories. A lot of people have written me from all different parts of the world. So I know that what you're saying is true. Again, it's common sense. But I also know that from other people are sharing the same thing with me. People, um, I have a dear friend in Kenya with the Maasai people, people in India, people in the Philippines, people in Indonesia, and people in the United States too, uh, and all over the world, are being negatively affected by this lockdown, there's people on the verge of starvation all over the world. There's people who can't eat, there's people who can't get you any money. Then there's just the mental aspect, right? Like the mental health, the the sense of um, uh, anxiety and panic and depression and suicide and um, uh, spousal abuse and child abuse and all of these things, you know? And then what they're making people do Um, are all things that are bad for your health, right? So you want to have a strong immune system to be able to deal with a virus. But uh, all of these things that making people do are not good for their immune system. So um, a lot of things don't make sense to me. um, And I agree with you and everything you're saying. And my intention is to get more people to hear your message or hear what's happening for you Hear hear firsthand what's happening for you. And um, people can become more aware and that we can make the proper changes, you know, that people can generate. um, I mean, there's a lot of things that need to change. But I think what you said to me, I agree, is the most important thing is people just to be aware, to be aware of what's happening. And if people are aware of what's happening, then... They can do what feels intuitively right within themselves to make a positive change and to address it. Right? Yeah, that's
2: that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And one more thing. One more thing. Importantly, I have to say is, does this pandemic is not our problem? Our problem is hunger. That is the world's problem. That is what needs to be addressed.
1: I agree, it's common sense, common sense. I mean, obviously, if you don't have any food, that's more important than something that's not happening to you in the moment. It's like, they, it's like an idea of like, well, this could happen in the future, so let's just starve people uh, in case this other thing happens. But the other thing's actually not happening. What's happening is people are starving, right? So address the thing that's actually happening in the moment and not the thing that isn't happening in the moment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it looks like an experiment. And it shouldn't really use people's lives for experiments. It's not fair. Over here on the television, they say, if you want to live, the, uh, if you want to live, your, your door is your life. Close your door and leave. Come outside and you die. What kind of scare is that? people are indoors hiding feeling that if you go outside you will die of coronavirus and it's really crazy but this is not the truth it doesn't make sense to me Mm. it's really suspicious
0: thanks for listening everybody share this podcast with whoever you feel called to share with help get this message out get this word out Really appreciate you tuning in. Really appreciate you being a part of this community. And um, subscribe wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this. We're on all the major places you get podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere. So subscribe and um, leave a comment. Leave a, leave a message. Leave a review. And uh, we'll see you again next time.